Is your Pidgey getting pudgy? Well, that, my friend, is a Pidgeotto. Welcome to Daycare Dittos. Hello. Hey, howdy. <laughs> howdy. <laughs> I was going to make a chode joke. A chode joke? A chode joke. Like a Pidgeotchode? Like, do you think in the Pokemon world they call like a chode like a Pidgey? Or like, because it's like pudgy. I, I can assure you that uh, the <laughs> teens in the Pokemon world do have, like, the the hip lingo when it comes to, uh, well, I mean, I mean, we created every single episode, so, um, yeah, they, they've got it, and uh, eventually they'll come up with, like, new uh, hip ones, like, like Swerve and... Uh, <laughs> yolo and it makes us feel old eventually and we realize that we're growing up and uh so yeah like somebody walks up and they'll be like whoa that's re that's red and then someone comes up and be like whoa that's xy and someone's like that's black too <laughs> <laughs> shield no but i wonder because there's so many episodes of the show that had like hip guys but like it's funny because like a hip person in the original pokemon anime looks like some sort of like it, it kind of matched like what i think of when i see like japanese street fashion magazines where it's like people with like star sunglasses and like it's like very 80s inspired rock and roll punk leather yeah and they're all well, like kind of like bikers like the squirtle squad sunglasses style kind of but it's more like i don't know a lot of leather and stuff like that and like neon lights every now it. and then they like go away from it but i don't remember them saying anything like in avatar they made like you know it's like flamio and stuff <laughs> like flamio my good hotman <laughs> what's the pokemon equivalent of it uh, in Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire and Emerald, I think you can come up with your own uh, special sayings uh, to a person in one of the towns, like uh, where you fight Brawly, the second gym leader, and they're like, hey, we're on an island here, and um, from the mainland, like, what's the hot saying? And then you have, like, four little sections of predetermined words that you can choose from, and they're like, huh. Uh, Squirtle's ass is fat. <laughs> oh, that's a good saying. Uh, I forgot about that. I'm so happy that you told me. I, I cool. Thank you so much. So it's like Animal Crossing rules. Yeah. Where it'd be like, "Hey there, I queefed. What a crazy <laughs> day. Do you want my uh, polka dot bed? I queefed." Yeah. Or uh, like Carl always says in in Dark Souls, where you could leave little messages for uh for people like, "Oh look." Big ass ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Danger. I've been playing a lot of Bloodborne, so I've been leaving those. And in, like, Demon Souls and Dark Souls, I never get, like, a good rating. But I've been working real hard in Bloodborne to leave some funny ones. And people have been yeah. enjoying them. People have really been enjoying them. <laughs> You're going to get e-famous off of your Bloodborne little uh, <laughs> soapstone leavings. I always just want to, like, write messages like that and, like leave them somewhere on the ground and just hope one special nerd finds it well you, you've tagged a couple of things before and i've always been very uh you know enticed by the things you've left behind 
any Officer Jennies are listening, please disregard. <laughs> All right. I am super excited about today's episode. Also, I didn't even say, hello, this is Dave. I'm joined here with Peter and Sarah. Hello. Hey, I said howdy already. I don't know. I can't come up with a more original uh, introduction there. I mean, it's. I just felt rude. Just hearing your voice is like a breath of fresh air. And do you know what flies know. through fresh air? A bird. A pigeon. <laughs> a little tiny bird Pokemon. Super tiny. Yeah. I was having a hard time uh, researching just because life got real. And uh, then today I was really hitting the books. And I was like, wow, there is a lot of things to know about everything. Like, I, I, I've, I've been reinvigorated with just how, how much information there is on every Pokemon out there. There's a fun fact everywhere, and I'm really excited again. Me too, and I, I think if we survive long enough to keep going towards the later generations, it might dwindle a little bit, but because this original 150 has stood the test of time and been there for 25 years. Kids were smarter back then too, so, I mean, there's a <laughs> lot more documented... Uh, literature kids yeah, these days kids these days in their tiktoks let's yeah. go tit kids what are you doing did you call them tits <laughs> yeah fucking tits <laughs> <laughs> damn tits uh yeah but pidgey gonna are i don't want to tip the scale but this is another one of my favorite 150 I just love Pidgey is your your uh, salt of the earth salt of the earth Pokemon. It's your hard worker. It's your what well, I'm trying to think of the saying that's like something in potatoes. Your meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. It was yeah. meat I was missing. Yeah, it's your meat and potatoes Pokemon. It's yeah. It's versatile and I mean it's gonna get you where you need to be throughout the entire first generation game and then continues to be a heavy hitter. All the way through in every game that, uh, you know, Pidgey graces. Pidgey's always been a little bit weird to me. Um, specifically because, uh, not not because of the games, but like when uh, the anime hit, um, I think Ash tried to catch a Pidgey, but like was like, screw that, and went straight to Pidgeotto. Um, and then... Um, the original trading card game, uh, the base set had Pidgey and Pidgeotto, but it didn't have Pidgeot. So I was just like, all right, like there's very little Pidgey representation. There's very little Pidgeot representation, but Pidgeotto, there's so much Pidgeotto out there. So I'm just like, I'm, I'm so amazed that like in, in my head, for whatever reason, because of those two facts, the, the middlemon is the one that stands out to me the most. And I, I think that's cool. Yeah, it's because it's very... he's got the coolest hairdo. Oh, yeah. I think there's actually a Pidgeotto quote-unquote hairdo out there, too, where people go to the barber and say, oh, give me the Pidgeotto. But I'll have to ask my <laughs> uh, barber friend, Pat, if that's a thing or not. There's actually, weirdly enough, a Yahoo Answers thread I found of different celebrities that like uh have the quote unquote pidgeotto yeah um the only ones that i really knew i'm not good at celebrities but uh miley cyrus was on that list 
It's oh, basically nice. a pushed back, uh, pushed back undercut. And also, I'd have to say the most Pidgeotto hair of all is uh, that award probably goes to Davy Havoc of the band AFI. <laughs> He's got a Pidgeotto going for sure. Okay, I'll but, take your um, word on it. I've always had the same haircut. Uh, uh, which is going to the barber and say, I don't know, make me look good. You go in and you say, Mr. Mime, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me the Mr. Mime. Just take my, my, my curly little green locks and just push them out on two sides. I feel I like that a, would work nowadays, though. I feel like that would be hip nowadays. Bald in the middle and just two wings. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, it's like an elderly Wolverine. <laughs> um, but let's get back into Pidgey, sweet, adorable little Pidgey at one foot, four pounds, one to one male. wasn't even a named Pidgey originally in the uh, the original game. Uh, I've only known him as uh, Pidgey. <laughs> so was it named? He wasn't originally Pidgey. In the beta, he was just named Pidge, which Aww. is kind of cute. I like Aww. that name better. I wish they kept it. Pidge. Um, so you got your Pudgy Pidgey, finally. Your Pudgy Pidgey. And then, pudgy weirdly Pidge. enough, I don't want to bury the lead here, but uh, Pidgeotto was originally named Pidgeot. Jesus. Yeah. These were the names, and they kind of extended... Uh, the evolution, and we got Pidgey, which is supposed to be a corruption of Pigeon and Budgie, which is a type of bird. Yeah, the budgeteer. And a chickadee, also. Oh. But also, people say it might be because Pudgy, because he's like a little, a little clunker. <laughs> but no one's. But it's crazy because we need to talk about this. Pokemon used to be so fat. <laughs> like, yes, yes. Like, the sprites of the original game, some Pokemon were just, like, I don't even want, some were, like, straight-up fat, but others just had these gorgeous curves. Like, Pikachu's thighs? Damn. <laughs> I that mean, bitch is thick. I mean, yeah, definitely with Pikachu, you've seen a uh, slimming down but I, I would disagree with that. I, I feel like modern day Pokemon are kind of softer and like uh, curvier and they don't have any hard lines. And then Pokemon back in the day, they had a little bit more detail, a little bit sharper. Um, and you can kind of uh, see that with Pidgey. You know, there's always a quote unquote Pidgey Pokemon in uh, every generation. There it's, are. The, it's the starter Pokemon from Route 1 that's like a, a flyer, a, a bird that will eventually be used uh, to, to fly you across the map. Rookity. Um, yeah. Starly. Fletching. Yeah. F Fletchinder and, uh, and your uh, Talo and your... Um, oh, yeah, Talo. Yeah. What's the name of that actual Shattop? pigeon? Oh, Pidove. Pidove, that's it. Yeah. Which is Which, weird that Pidgey is... Yeah, supposed yeah. to be like a pigeon, but it's, it's kind of not, or at least not a pigeon that we see over here in, uh, you know, the, the, the Northeast. Yeah, it was designed more to resemble a sparrow, 
or a cedar waxwing or a Carolina wren? I got it as a, uh, uh, where do I have it in my, my notes? Uh, a rose, a female rose-breasted grosbeak. Ooh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. The the males are colorful, but the, the females are uh, that brown color. Uh, again, sort of that sexual dimorphism that you see in, uh, in nature is not mimicked so much in the Pokemon universe. Yeah, Pokemon, they're like, give it lipstick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make its butt weird. <laughs> Give it a visible bulge. <laughs> um, I like the Japanese name for this too because it's uh onomatopoetic poetic. Yeah. Which is uh it's popo. Yeah. Which literally is like it means coo. Like a Aww. dove. Like a coo of a dove. That's cute. Isn't yeah. it? And especially for this Pokemon, cute works because like if you're reading its Pokedex entries, every single one is just like, this docile. And he, it's always like, a docile bird who doesn't want to fight. It's like, Pidgey's just doing what he's doing and looking yeah. to like flap his wings and make dirt go up. That's but like all it is. But don't, don't forget the most important part, though, especially in the black and white versions. It says, if disturbed, it can ferociously strike back. So don't underestimate a Pidgey. It is nice, but you can only push it so far. Oh, just like me. I agree with that. I was going to say, I can truly align with that kind of sentiment there. Yeah. Yeah. You can push me so far, but eventually I'm going to cry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to cry ferociously. (laughs) And you're going to give him some of your signature moves. Which is crazy that, like, there were signature moves for a lot of the early Pokemon. And I guess, you know, you grow the roster close to a thousand, of course, you know. Moves are going to be shared, but Gust. You'd expect more Pokemon to know Gust, but Gust and Feather Dance were signature moves to the Pidgey line. Feather Dance wasn't around until the second generation, I feel mm-hmm. like. Yeah, yeah. Pidgey, uh, Pidgey had Gust, which uh, sucked uh, <laughs> <laughs> back in the day. It wasn't... Um, it was a normal move instead of a flying move, um, and uh, you know, eventually you just get quick attack and be better. I feel like Gust was probably less base attack than quick attack, even which quick attack was like forty and had priority, but um, it eventually became a better move. Gust um, Pidgey was really hard to level. Uh, way back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. At least your Rattata that you catch on the same uh, route would eventually get Hyper Fang, which was a you know, a, a good signature move, at least. Yeah, I mean, but having Pidgey and going right into Viridian Forest, I mean, you can make it work. I'm making yeah. it work right now. My playthrough of Leaf Green, it's my best Pokemon. He, he he does get good um, later on, but I think Pidgey's first flying-type move is into until Wing Attack in the original Gen 1, um, mm-hmm. which doesn't really help you getting through uh, the Bug Catchers and the Viridian Forests. You know, again, I speak mostly from a man who knows Gen 1 like it's his... Um, 
you know, the 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 thing that raised him, like uh, Romulus and Remus, was raised by a wolf in uh, the Latin myth. I was raised by Pokemon Red and Blue and Yellow. It helped me learn how to read, and it it helped me learn how to talk to people. So, um, you know, uh, everything that I come at in this podcast is from a Gen 1-er. I know that he eventually gets better, and I know that you can actually beat, like, the entire game with just a Pidgey. A lot of people have been running that. Um, I I looked it up on YouTube today just to get some more flavor, and a lot of people run full Pidgey on multiple games, like not just the first one. Uh, Like we were saying before, it seems like, you know, if you have enough patience and you work through it, you can do it, but that's not true for all Pokemon. Like we were saying, uh, Caterpie and Metapod cannot beat Gen 1 on their own. It's, It's just physically impossible. Um, and then even things like I saw someone do a Kakuna run. In the end, you do need a little help when it comes to items and stuff during, but, you know, but Pidgey can hold its own, even though it's so docile. Um, and only other thing I wanted to, to add about Pidgey is that Pidgey, Magikarp, these two in my head are the main topics in the, the the like is is are there animals in Pokemon? Um, I mean, <laughs> because in funny, the show, funny you should say that because I actually read an entire article today about that. <laughs> of course you did, but yeah. in the show it's crazy because like anytime they run to like it's like oh loud noise and you see like pigeons flying from the trees. It's like a beautiful sunny day and there's pigeons in the sky and stuff like that. And then, like, they're fishing, and you pull up Magikarp. But at the same time, there's, like, a fish market in Pokemon, like, when they're walking through a town, and there's, like, bass and shit. Yeah. But, like, when you are eating, like, a fucking, you know, a a chicken meal, like, is that a Pidgey? Is that a Pidgeotto? Is that a Farfetch'd? Like, what... What what is it? Like, are there Pokemon, or is it this exclusively what you get? I I actually have a little bit of insight on that, because I was looking at um, the Pokedex entries, because I've actually avoided the Pokedex entries, but, um, yeah, uh, Pidgeotto and... uh, Pidgey apparently is just like a grain eater. They they mostly just eat on grain. Uh, It's fine. What's interesting is that once you get to Pidgeotto, Pidgeotto actually feasts upon uh, Caterpie. Um, and then you get to Pidgeot, and Pidgeot will feast upon Magikarp. It'll eat Execute. Apparently, it'll eat Mankey as well. Whoa. So, Mankey? Like you, yeah, yeah. You've got a, a, uh, a, a real... Like, they have different... Uh, things that they'll feast upon uh, so they're not uh, competing for territory as they evolve to. And not only that, I also read in some entries that uh, Pidgey are often prey of Ekans. Yes. Yes, Ekans uh, will eat them. But in the anime, apparently, um, you'll... uh, In one of the first episodes, Ash... Comes upon a Pidgey and tries to throw a Pokeball Gross. at it. And 
comes all over the Pidgey, uh, tries to throw his balls at it, and um, <laughs> when you when you see the Pidgey, it's eating like a real, like regular everyday worm, just yeah. a, a regular worm. And then uh, when he comes upon his uh, Pidgeotto as well, gross again. Uh, <laughs> he, he just keeps going, man. Very virile, he likes those ten year old baby. Yeah, at at ten. <laughs> um. Uh, when he finds his Pidgeotto, string uh, shot. He's <laughs> he's he's also eating just like a regular ass worm. So that's like, weird. It's it's weird seeing like I understand it. Like in the Pokemon universe, you don't want to portray your Pidgey or your Pidgeotto eating a Caterpie when you eventually want Ash to bond with a Caterpie. So you give it a regular worm to eat, but in the Pokemon world, every once in a while, there are real life animals that stand in for, um, you know, things that you wouldn't want to show kids because you want to personify all of these Pokemon as uh, real living things with real living personalities and things to be loved and cherished and cuddled upon, and you can buy their toys. So of course, so, it so comes you down mean to they, they don't want to show they don't want to show Ash coming on a Pidgey. Uh, no, no they haven't fine. shown that yet, but they've heavily implied it. <laughs> yeah, maybe in the new Netflix series they'll do that, but no, they're yeah. fine with all sorts of you know. Uh, I'm trying to think of the word for that. There's a special word. It's from uh, Bukaki Pokemon. Yeah. Bukakamon. And but they do not want to show uh like a Pidgeotto tearing open a metapod and eating the half formed Caterpie <laughs> out of its husk. Yeah. Um but to, to add to what you said, Peter. Uh, Misty does kind of bring it up in that episode when he catches Pidgeotto because to catch Pidgeotto, Ash throws out his Caterpie and Pidgeotto starts like attacking it. And she's like, are you kidding me? You sent out a bug against a bird? Birds eat bugs. Yeah. And it's, you know, of course you won't see that and you see them eating like like that jar- like generic cartoon worm, but... It's it's explained, but it will not be shown in practice. Oh, yeah. Um, speaking of uh, of that in particular too, is is just like you know, even even with the types of Pokemon, you're you're opening a can of worms. Um, <laughs> it's uh, you know, there's a, a bug type Pokemon. Like, all right, so you're acknowledging the existence of bugs like dragon type pokemon you're you're acknowledging that like there's a proto dragon in there um when you look at the uh descriptions of these pokemon you've got uh pidgey who's the tiny bird pokemon you've got pidgeotto and pidgeot both of them are classified as the bird pokemon um, there are other tiny bird Pokemon too. Uh, apparently, there are four tiny bird Pokemon in the Pokedex. Pidgey, Spearow, Natu, and Rookity are all classified as the tiny bird Pokemon, except for in Fire Red and Leaf Green and in uh, Ruby and Sapphire, there was an error 
in their coding, which uh, classified Pidgey as the tiny Pokemon instead of the tiny <laughs> bird Pokemon, because uh, apparently in the code, they uh, accidentally uh, put the space between tiny and bird in tiny bird Pokemon as a, uh, a terminating bite, whatever that means. So in... Not all versions of Fire Red and Leaf Green, but in some versions of Fire Red and Leaf Green, Pidgey is the tiny Pokemon as well. That's insane. So, yeah. Wow. I have to check and see. Yeah, I, I, mean, I really want to check my my versions as well to see if I have like an early version or a late version where they fix that. I'm uh. You can actually go to our Instagram and follow my uh, Nuzlocke run. Um, it's taken a little bit of a break because I'm basically, I'm at the Elite Four now. Spoilers. You can go to our highlights and watch the entire thing. Wait, there uh, are four Elites? There are four of the Elites, and the problem with that game, though, is that, like, you, this is the point where you basically just have to go into the, the cave and just grind forever. Especially if you want to do it in one shot and not lose everything and lose, so it's, you know. Yeah. Tedious, well, but I mean, thankfully, Pokemon always gives you an out. Um, always... Are you walking away? Are you leaving us? I need gin. Okay, that's important. I call yeah, it podcast Dave, leave juice. him alone. He needs his gin. No, I just heard you walking away, and it sounded really cool. Yeah, I, I mean, there, there's always, uh, you know, they always give you a way to go back and train. Every once in a while, they fuck up, though. Yeah, there's a big gap there, and also. It's kind of the thing where in the early gens they expect you to like go for it and lose and like then maybe go and find the legendary birds and stuff like that. But like, you know, I've already gone through every area. I've already caught what I can. But this is not about uh, Nuzlocke challenge. We'll talk about that at another time. But yeah, I spilled a lot of gin. It's okay. Just suck it up off the desk. I've done that before. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know you have. <laughs> but if you hit level eighteen, your Pidgey grows up. To Pidgeotto, a three foot seven, sixty six point one pound bird. It's only three feet tall. Okay, this is where I want to talk about Pokemon yeah, looking insane. I, I, I feel like it's a three foot wingspan because I think almost every single bird out there is um, measured in terms of wingspan. Because I was looking at a lot of. Um, you know, Audubon Society sort of ornithology and, uh, you know, uh, Birds Are Us websites as well. So um, I want to say um, when you're talking about the size, I mean, weight is weight. But when you're talking about um, height, you're actually talking about wingspan. Got it. Yeah, I mean, that, that's that is interesting. I, I, I think so, just because of how, like, standardized in science, uh, you know, bird bird law is, is pretty strong. Um, I heard some vibrating over the microphones, and that's because I just sent everybody the Gen 1 Sprite for Pidgeotto. Wow, so fat boy! Right? Oh, yeah. Wow! That's what I'm saying. What a and fat boy! Like yeah. Ash's Pidgeotto in the was very svelte. 
like a very slim muscular birdie but yeah in the I mean, original this game, guy's got a lot of caterpies in his skull <laughs> he sure does because like his i think some wings... metapods are uh hardening in there too yeah his his wings i don't think that he this guy could get get any air i don't think he could get off the ground with that big belly <laughs> I actually did a little bit of research into that as well. <laughs> of course Maybe he's you got did. little pidgeys in his belly. You think it's pregnant? I mean, a little bit. <laughs> it would <make laughs> I wouldn't be feel, surprised. It would yeah. make me feel better about this very he could, fat he, Pidgeotto. He, he could be egg bound. I mean, Pidgeys, uh, Pidgeotos, and Pidgeots apparently do feast upon execute too. So maybe he does got eggs in there. Mm, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna get into that episode, but uh, execute is technically a seed. Yeah, which is weird as fuck. But that so, there's gonna be a I whole other episode to to that about episode. that. So when I, when Ash comes upon it, it's kind of like weird. We need to have a poll. <laughs> no, we need to have a poll before we record the execute episode, mm-hmm. and we have to ask everyone what they actually think execute is. Yeah, we will. Before it comes up, we'll do that. But um, Pidgeotto, its its name is super weird because it's a reference to Otto Lilenthal. Oh. <laughs> do say more. You know, they called him... Uh, he was a German inventor. Are you, I hear I hear the Google engine working right now. Is he related to Otto the Otto? No, but he was known as Flying Man. And he was the first person to make a well-documented, repeated, uh, success, repeated successful flights. He made gliders in different uh, inventions. Oh, he's so, a handsome man. Kind of like an earlier Wright's brother. He's Carl Wilhelm Otto Lilenthal. Mm-hmm. So Carl the Pidgeotto Stolt. is actually Pidgeotto. Wow. Um, and Japan did not get as... <laughs> and he's German as well. ...robust with the history of their Pidgeotto name, where it yeah. literally is just named Pigeon. Pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And apparently Pidgeot as well. Yeah. Is he also Pigeon? It's weird. <laughs> It's yeah, right? no, no, I think his Pidgeot's Japanese name is Pid- Pidgeot. It's like Pidget. Okay. Instead so of it's, it, it is the same. I, I, I was just reading my uh, notes wrong. Just no no D in there. So it could be Pidgeot. Do you, do you remember Otto the Otto? No. Uh, Otto the Otto? Otto oh. the Otto? Yeah, Auto, O-T-T-O, the Auto, A-U-T-O. So he was like a car? Yeah, he was a little remote-controlled car that would come to Randall Carter's school and just uh, uh, go, like, we'd we'd sit in the gymnasium and uh, we'd all be be sitting in our little rows, in our little class rows, and um, they would bring Auto, the Auto out, and he would say, Hey kids! It's a little remote control car uh, that had like speakers on it. It would just uh, say, "I'm Auto the Auto, and I'll run you the fuck over if you don't get out of my way." Um, 
you know, please look both ways before crossing the street because sometimes the person behind my wheel can be drunk and will ram right into you. And when you're riding your bike, you know, please be sure to like get out of my way because I don't care about your rights on the road. And, uh, you know, if you got to walk, you know, walk on the sidewalk or just, you know, walk on like the grass. Just don't walk on the street because streets are for cars and I'm a car and I don't care about your life. And I don't stuff like remember that. that at all. Oh, man. I would love it when Otto came because he was so cute. I mean, be- <laughs> I uh, just remember like people coming and being like, Hey, what's up? My dad said I wouldn't amount to anything. Now watch all the yo-yo tricks I do. Don't do drugs. And then he'd be like, boo, 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 walk the dog. I need uh, to see you. guys have that same yo-yo assembly too? Did yours glow in the dark in the gym? What? Are you talking glow about like, dark? yeah. Are you talking about like people who will come to like your school and just like do these weird presentations with yo-yos and random objects? Yeah, of course. That always yeah. happens. It was so good. I kind of hope that someday I have a story good enough to fake a school into letting me talk <laughs> to their kids. Hey guys, Pokemon. I talked about thing. one thousand Pokemon. Yeah, we um, all live in a Pokemon <laughs> world. Uh. One thing, just, just Google another tangent. Him. He's beautiful. Another, another tangent. I don't remember that presentation, but obviously I was there because as we were at the same uh, elementary school at the same time. Yeah, but, but you're a little bit older than I am by uh, one year, so maybe one year. Yeah. Unless it was just a fifth grade thing, but I maybe remember they didn't have remote control cars back then. Old the man. technology wasn't there yet. Uh, I remember a police officer. This is like one of the weird things I remember from first grade that's like scarred me. Um, a police officer was talking about like safety and stuff like that. And I remember learning that like you shouldn't play on the train tracks because it's dangerous. Legit. Yeah. Like that's fair. There was a kid I went to school with who died on the train tracks. So Same. Was oh, he, yeah. He was in my grade. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I remember him. He was in my like uh, politics class where um, I learned finally. Like they they gave me a questionnaire in my politics class the first day, and I was like, I'm gonna answer all these questions, and it's gonna confirm that I'm a Republican, like my dad is. And then I was <laughs> answering all these questions, oh, like you are a strong Democrat, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. And uh, this this kid was like the, the the shining beacon of democratic light, and he was like versing the 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 alt right of the room. And I thought, oh, he's cool because he's showing me what it's like to be a strong democratic man. And then yeah, he he died on the train tracks. Apparently, it was really sad. It was really sad. Uh, it was a suicide. But big downer uh new new downer this is what i remember from first grade they told me that if you are playing on the train tracks even when you're not supposed to and your foot gets stuck what you're supposed to do is call for help but make sure while your foot's stuck to lay down and lean off the train tracks so that when the train comes it'll just cut your foot off and you have a chance of surviving if someone finds you before you bleed to death what the hell are they teaching you guys 
over there in Wayne, was it? Yeah. And I remember the thing that I remember too is that like I had this new shirt that I really loved and I was wearing it that day. These are the two things I remember. I remember you can you can die or you can live without your foot or you could bleed so much that you die and that I had a neat Power Rangers shirt that had a hood attached to it. Uh it was the 90s, so <laughs> yeah. Those are what I remember. Um Yeah. I remember wearing a shirt that had uh, a Pokeball on it, and it just says, you've got the power, and just being made fun of relentlessly. Like what? Older, uh, it was middle school, so uh, upperclassmen, like I was sixth grade and the eighth graders was like, you've got the power, you've got the power. And I never wore that shirt again, and I was just like, wait. I was taller than those kids. Like I could have just stood up to them and just said, yeah, I got the power. <laughs> Tell Pidgeotto to come and fuck them up. Yeah. Um, I don't really have much more of Pidgeotto. Uh, I actually forgot one thing about Pidgey, which I really wanted to say. It's like my only note. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hear it. Pidgey has the shortest cry of every single Pokemon in uh, the entire Pokedex. It is 0.181 seconds long. Uh, because it's let's... too fat to do anything else. <laughs> let's hear it. Can you find it? I, no, can, I... I could say it. I'm just going to edit it in right now. Oh. Unless you want to scream it. Yeah, it goes... <laughs> <laughs> I love the echo on that, too. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to play the regular one right after it now. All right. I played it. Um, but it's actually <laughs> Jigglypuff's you think cry so? as well. No, it is. They changed the pitch and they sped it up, but it's actually the same because they only had so many sounds. So a lot are reused and some are played differently. Someone's getting fact checked right now. It's true. Look it up. <laughs> I feel like Pidgey's is still shorter. No, it is shorter. Okay. They sped it up. But it, okay. the short one is, is it's just Jigglypuff's sped up and changed the pitch. Now that I'm thinking about it, I can feel it in my bones that, that this, that's right. Um, Another thing we forgot to say about Pidgeotto, because you were saying Pidgeotto's got the power and you can just tell people to fuck off. He's got this yeah. attitude. In the manga, uh, when... Red, I think it's red. It's either Ash or Red. I forget which manga this is. Um, he caught his Pidgeotto. I think it's Ash. And he's like ready to beat Misty with it. And he's like, all right, let's do this. But he was in like the battle before. Um, So when he goes to beat... uh, When he goes to beat Misty, he goes to look into the Pokeball. And there's just a little note that says, off to get some R&R. Don't forget to write. Pidgeotto and (laughs) like he left and in the manga uh it's unknown if Pidgeotto ever like permanently left Ash's party but um never returned in the manga (laughs) really wow yeah Ash sucks so much that Pidgeotto was like peace out of here and never came but at least he did it in like the most respectful way he's like i'm just gonna get some r&r like you know i'm just gonna chill out you mean just disappearing and never coming back but (laughs) i don't think that's respectful 
You mean he didn't give his two weeks notice? I, I mean, that's I respectful. I mean, you need <laughs> professional references later on in your Pokemon uh, journey. Of course. Um, that's like asking your little brother to write your reference for a job. Pretty much. Pretty much. But if you hit level 36, you grow up to a big, strong Pidgeot. And yeah. once again, popularity is here. Because what? we have another Pokemon that has made it to the top 100 IGN rated by the fans Pokemon. So, well, wait, when, when was this uh, IGN poll uh, taken? Because if it was Not taken... Not too long ago. Wasn't it like, what, 2016-ish? Yeah, 2016, which is kind of long ago. It's like five years ago, but... Dude, you know what's crazy to me? I feel like 2016 is just yesterday, and that's actually five years ago now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a while, but I'm still using these, especially for the first, you know, first 150, because... I just I just want to know if any, like, uh, current-gen Pokemon are going to be in there, because I want to know what the, the hottest uh, Gen 8 Pokemon is. Gen 8, right? That's what we're up to? I think so. I think it's Gen 8. Gen 8, yeah. I mean... Uh, what are they called? The, the Zoomers? Generation Z? Some <laughs> Sobble. Sobble will probably make its way in there. But but uh, yeah, Pidgeot is IGN number 67. Ah, oh, so close. So it beat out... Actually, I, I looked. It's uh, one of my favorite the water starters... So Swampert is 69. Which oh, is, that's beautiful. Which is great. Getting swampy. Um, so 67, beating out Zorark, who I don't really like Zorark, but I think Zoru is very cute. And was beaten I think out. he's a very interesting Pokemon. It is an interesting Pokemon, uh, but it was beat out by Sceptile. Sceptile's dope. Love Sceptile. Um, Sceptile is a pretty cool uh, starter. Cool mod. So, I don't know. Do you want to get through the facts real quick so we can discuss something interesting? Uh, this is something I really want to talk about. We need to talk about Twitch Plays Pokemon. Oh, I I completely forgot about Twitch Plays Pokemon. When I have notes, but this is definitely... But I, I was watching all of Twitch Plays Pokemon uh, way back in the day. It was... Oh, a super weird thing, but I guess we're oh, talking man. about it now, so let's talk about it. But I mean, words can't describe how how cool Twitch Plays Pokemon was. Um, I'll I'll let you introduce it for people who don't know. We'll do and it I'm together. Just gonna, yeah, I'm gonna assume that people don't know and weren't there for Twitch Plays Pokemon, but it was fucking badass. So Twitch, this is where I learned what Twitch was. Twitch is not where it is today. This is pre-e-girl. There is no, you know, th there was no Among Us streams with celebrities. It was just random people streaming some Minecraft, things like that. And it was just a, a video game community. So if you don't know Twitch, you can check it out now. Check yeah. out Carl Germ. Watch some yeah. Dark Souls. Carl Germ is the only uh, person I would recommend. Yeah. Um, he's he's got my some main sick. subscribe. He's got some sick world records going on right now. Check it out. Yeah, he's pretty He's pretty hot. Yeah, he is a Demon Tower world record right now. A lot of good PBs and Dark Souls. That boy is going somewhere, I'll tell you what. Yeah. He's just a sweet boy. But um, So Twitch made this... Um, I think we talked about it before when 
was it, it Twitch did a live stream of the entire um Yeah, but I don't anime, know necessarily this if this was uh, a Twitch thing. It was just a person who uh, created a program that would take inputs from the chat of Twitch. Yes. So the person uh, in question had a uh, program up that would feed inputs into an emulator. Um, I don't know the specifics. I'm not a, a computer scientist. I'm not a Porygon. Um, I don't live in the digital world. I'm not an Agumon. I'm not a, uh, I don't have a Digivice. I mean, I do have a lot of Digivices, but uh, they're not like legitimate Digivices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's, basically, it's, yeah. to the layman's is everybody would be able to view this stream of the OG Pokemon Red, it was, and when you in the chat you were able to send the input so whoever in order whoever put there it would be left right uh you know a b and you would be able to basically play the game with the internet one move at a time yeah and i mean you you'd think that it would be easy enough but like there are people in there that are um telling it the wrong move to go to like trying to get you to to walk backward there are people in there that are like obviously i i just google searched how many like the top viewership count was there was like 6.5 million people and Holy they were shit. all viewing it at the same time and they were all in the chat and they were all just pressing like typing in up enter down enter like you know they were they were all just trying their best but like a hive mind doesn't actually know what it's doing it's just like you know typing in something it's like the 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 saying that uh you know a thousand monkeys in with a typewriter will eventually be able to type out the 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 full uh, Shakespeare catalog, but yeah. it's just all, you know, random with a little bit of, and I, I think eventually the person was like, oh, this might take too long. So we're going to create a uh, anarchy mode and a de democracy mode where like uh, every, if it's, if people vote for anarchy mode, then it'll take any input. But if people vote for democracy mode, then it'll take uh, the top input based off of the thing that was uh, written the most in the last second or something like that. Yep. So it was it was just it was just nuts seeing if like uh, 6.5 million people all at once could beat the first generation of Pokemon um eventually it would be other generations but the first generation was like the internet phenomenon of the year back it was it... crazy i remember watching it yeah um and in the end they did beat the game and yeah. it was with a lot of help from the pidgey which is named abajs which is a a a b a a a j s s more no, better known in the chat as Bird Jesus. Bird Jesus. <laughs> and 
<laughs> again, I want to stress how random all of this is because you could take Pokemon, you could release them. You could take Pokemon, yep. you could put them in the PC accidentally. You could take Pokemon, they could be fainted for the rest of your life if yep. you don't get to a Pokemon Center. You could take all of the moves and like waste them. You there's so many things that could happen and like a normal person would be able to say like a, a toddler would be able to say all right well my pokemon is fainted and nurse joy says i should go to the pokemon center but 6.5 million people can't bring you to a pokemon center it's Six, the internet yeah there's a 4chan on there it's yeah. the internet and, and, sucks yeah and, and and those trolls might just say Oh, I've got a level 100 Charizard and I'm ready to fight the Elite Four. Well, it's three o'clock in the morning and there's a lot of people that are not on right now in the United States. So I'm going to just go on to this website and I'm going to uh, force uh, my entire hive mind to release your strongest Pokemon. And you that's mean something... Abby the Charmeleon? Yeah, that's something that could happen. No, it's something that did happen. <laughs> yeah. So Abby the Charmeleon left. They got rid of Abby Char the, the Charmeleon, and in the narrative, after her death, uh, Bird Jesus was considered the team savior, sent by Lord Helix to guide Red <laughs> through the game. Lord Helix was, there was a huge debate and fight between the dome and Helix Fossil, and the Helix Fossil won, and they say Lord Helix smiled upon them. Um, later, they did another Twitch Place Pokemon of Crystal, where they worked hard to catch another Pidgey uh, to basically be the embodiment of Bird Jesus. Yeah. Little did the people know that this game, this crystal, was modded. And at the end of Silver, Gold, Crystal, you're going to end up playing the fighting the champion. Um, and that would be Red in that game. And they made it so that Crystal's Pidgey, well, let's see. Hold on. Sorry. Uh, so when they faced Red at Mount Silver, that was it. Um, okay. They so it has to go all the way through the yeah. Elite Four and all the uh, eight Kanto badges. So normally there you would find Blue. Um, you would defeat Blue in the Red version uh, season, basically. But like, well, no. Okay. I'm... I'm mincing words so basically in there you would find the basically red or blue you'd find the champion from the first game that you played in this one it was red from the original twitch plays pokemon and one of those pokemon was a pidgeot named bird jesus so they Aww. literally coded bird jesus into twitch plays pokemon for crystal yeah that's so sweet sarah did you did you know any of the Twitch Plays Pokemon era of Pokemon? Or... I did not. I did not. This is all very, very interesting, and I wish I was able to take a part in it. It's 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 a definitely like a history lesson. It's like, oh man, it it was like a couple of days where like it was the only thing on the internet, and when you were younger, and the internet was like still, you know. Relevant to itself, you, right? yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I still felt like I was like 
uh, a person where th- things that uh, a group of people did on the internet was still an impressive thing. Yeah. And the fact that Pokemon was like the thing that the the pulse of the internet was a part of, like that a, a group of 6.5 million people were a part of, I was just uh, amazed by it. I was like, this is what I've been training for. And this was also pre-Pokemon Go. So Pokemon had not, I know, like people know what Pokemon was. People had that nostalgia, but at the same time, it was not out there the same way. Um, yeah. so it was, right. So it was I mean, big. Pokemon was in the news. Been, yeah, I mean, Pokemon builds community from almost day one. That's really, really inspiring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, any other Pidgey news? Um, Our Pidgeot news. I mean the the thing that I uh, really focused on this entire time with Pidgeot, um, which I, I I say as Pidgeot, but I've heard people call it uh, call Pidgeot Pidget, Pidget as well Pidget like Pid, Pidgey and the Jet apparently. Yeah, like, that's uh, its origin of its name. Yeah. I hear, so, I hear like Pidgeot a lot. Pidgeot. Yeah. Like with a Y in there. Yeah. And I think, too, it's like uh, a lot of people for the, the Gen 1ers, they had like the anime, but like they've never seen that Pokemon in the anime. So they've, for at least the first generation of Pokemon. There was yeah. a whole group of people who developed the name before they heard the name. So uh, for them, it was just, you know, Pidgeot. And Much it could like have been... that, uh, that, that upcoming rat Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. So um, the, the thing that I f- focused on in the Pokedex entry was, was a thing that I feel like most people would focus on is the... Um, the, the spec that a Pidgeot could fly at Mach 2. Yes. So Mach 2 is not Mach 1, uh, which is the speed of sound, but <laughs> Mach 2 is twice the speed of sound. Um, I'm going to be speaking in miles per hour since we're uh, in the United States. Uh, that's 1,534 miles per hour. Oh, my um, God. Jeez, can you imagine? <laughs> Airplanes. So does that make like a sonic boom? Yeah, yeah. That's that's twice the speed of sound. So that's a sonic boom. That's um, you'll you'll see a Pidgeot before you hear a Pidgeot. You know, <laughs> owls owls apparently are great predators because their flying is silent because they evolved to be silent flyers. Like they're just graceful. But a Pidgeot doesn't need to be graceful. A Pidgeot is faster than the speed of sound. A Pidgeot, when flying, will create a sonic boom, and then you just don't hear it after that. So Um, when you choose to use fly, your Pidgeot does take a turn, but getting into the sky, your fucking eardrums would burst, right? If you were too close to it? Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. You'd be be screwed. Uh, And (laughs) yeah. An airplane, which pops my ears every single time I fly on an airplane, is traveling at um, 575 miles per hour. That's 
like you know a third of the speed um the fastest um bird in the world is a uh peregrine falcon that is going for uh its prey and a peregrine a peregrine falcon will go like maybe 200 miles per hour like what that's That's still super impressive could you imagine like a bird going 200 miles an hour yeah it's 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 impressive like it's it's a peregrine falcon is the fastest animal. It's the fastest animal in the sky. It's the, the you know, it beats off a cheetah. Uh, <laughs> Does it? it? Yeah, it beats off I'd a watch cheetah. <laughs> National Geographic, <laughs> peregrine falcon beats off cheetah. Yeah. So After then dark. I was... I was I was looking at the the specs. So uh, a Pidgeot is fa- oh, like 8.25 times faster than the peregrine falcon um and then i was also looking i'm sorry i have to look at the specifics uh i i I started crunching the numbers it it was really interesting that uh a pidgeot is uh has a four like basically a five foot wingspan and is 87 pounds uh but the peregrine falcon is only oh my god i'm sorry um bird sized it's it's only bird size <laughs> it's it's three feet and two pounds holy shit it's what? two pounds so a pidgeot oh is going 8.5 times the speed and then is what like just like 40 times lighter so this thing has so much striking power is so heavy and so fast so if it Um, hit the ground it would either make like a crater or it would basically just coat everything with a fine layer of yeah viscera (laughs) yeah it would just burst like it 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 breaks physics too uh Sorry, go on, Sarah. No, I was just gonna say, did a Pidgeot cause all the dinosaurs to die? Then, absolutely, it did. One hundred percent. Yeah, because the heaviest flighted bird, and uh, I I got a lot of joy out of this. The Great Bustard, not mm. not to be confused with the Great Bastard, <laughs> uh, which is John Snow. Um, old the Dirty Great Bustard. <laughs> old Dirty Bustard. The Great Bustard is is uh the heaviest flighted bird so this is the heaviest thing that mother nature has allowed to fly is 44 pounds and is uh has an eight foot wingspan so pidgeot which has a four foot wingspan or five foot wingspan and is uh 87 pounds it's just you know amazing and i i just think like this this thing if it were real could kick anybody's ass you know it totally I've, could i i've worked in a uh, vet's office before and we've had birds of prey uh in our offices before and i've had one sitting on my hands and it can crush your bones if you let it like flex its talons oh. and 
what you have to do if you have a bird on your forearm and you feel it start to squeeze is you have to take your hand way high up in the air, right? And then you gotta bring it right down to the ground as fast as possible because it triggers its reflex that it opens up its its talons because it feels like it's about to uh, pounce on something. So it wants to open up its talons reflexively to um, be able to close upon it. So if if you ever found yourself in a position where a bird of prey is crushing your forearm, <laughs> you bring it up way up in the air, you bring it down really fast. So, um, and now any, you know. Yeah, if anybody is in that position who's listening to this and has a bird of prey on their arm, that's what you got to do so that your uh, tibia and fibia or whatever they're called doesn't get uh, crushed into dust because a bird can crush your forearm so into people- dust who think they don't learn anything from podcasts, but let's say you have a bird of prey on your forearm and your foot is stuck in train and, tracks. And you're listening to this right now. <laughs> then you're good to go. Yeah. Uh, the only other things I have to say is uh, Pidgeot looks like an eagle or an osprey. In Gen 1, it was presented as having yellow and red tail feathers and then uh, only red ones after Gen 3. Um, its eye markings are very similar to the sky sun gods in Egyptian mythology, Horus or, and Ra, which is interesting. I think it's more of like a design choice than, yeah. uh, I mean, it makes sense, sky sun, but. Well, I'd, I'd say also that uh, Pidgeot kind of also looks like a golden eagle, which was like kind of uh, like a, a deity as well to Native True. American populations as well. Um, Ash. Pidgeot actually, or Pidgeotto actually evolved into a Pidgeot, um, and it was victorious against a Fero, <laughs> and immediately that, got released. And he released it so it could take care of a Pidgey population. And uh, of course, he said, "I'll see you again, friend," and never did. Um, also, other fact is, uh, I have a giant Pidgeot tattoo across my chest. I was gonna say, are you gonna mention it, or am I gonna have to? It's pretty sick. <laughs> it was. 12 hours and it, it i didn't know sucks. that actually yeah it's it's a whole it is really awesome it's like a I've traditional had, eagle chess piece just I've, Pidgeot. i've had a lot of dreams of licking up your chest and uh it wasn't there so you, not you're accurate. gonna have to kiss a Pidgeot now not accurate not accurate now it's good <laughs> but yeah Pidgeot has been one of my favorites for a long time because like in gold and red and everything, Pidgeot's always the mainstay. Sure, it knows fly, but at the same time, when you're in a bind, Pidgeot's always there to help you out, just like Bird Jesus. So yeah. being a Charmander boy, um, Sand Attack and Pidgey, or Pidgeotto at that point, was what got me through Brock and a lot of those early gyms. So, you know, he's the real champ. So I, yeah. I've always appreciated and loved Pidgeot. First Pokemon that can learn fly because Charizard can't learn fly until learn. Generation Three, so or no, uh, Game Three Special Pikachu Edition. So yeah. Um, and now there is of course a Mega Pidgeot which grows this motherfucker up to seven feet three inches and a hundred and eleven pounds, and basically it's the same thing, just more plumage, some blue feathers. You got to slap some Pidgeotite. On your Pidgeot, make him a Mega Pidgeot, yeah. and uh, he's a to... good, he's a strong special attacker as a Mega Pidgeot. Which is Pidgeot. crazy. Yeah, yeah, 
it's it's insane because he's a he's a physical attacker his entire lifespan and then all of a sudden you get uh mega pidgeot and then all of a sudden he's a he's a strong special attacker he hits with special attacking hurricane i think hurricane is a special attack move so yeah between drampa porygon z and mega pidgeot they have the highest special attack base stat of all normal pokemon in all games um also a weird fact in the pokedex or i guess it's not the pokedex they don't really have their own entries but mega pidgeot can fly continuously for two weeks and if pidgeot can fly uh can break the sound barrier i imagine a pidgeot can probably in two weeks circle the globe multiple times and turn back time um and that's all i have on mega pidgeot it's a good looking bird yeah it is i love the little blue little little blue accents on there i get that tattooed it's a good design yeah i uh, i am oh i've always been a big fan of dave's chest so (laughs) you should get my chest tattooed onto your chest you could have four nipples it'll be awesome i was i was hanging out every once in a while we have uh we we have the i have a a, i have a couple of uh friend groups right and um show off so we have we have a couple of gatherings so when uh me and dave get together it's the the camping trip and then when uh me and alec get together uh, that's my my friend who almost has the living pokedex besides hoopa um we uh we have like a musical get together and i don't play any instruments i i don't know any cool songs yeah i could probably keep a rhythm but that's it but uh, I remember uh, at one point, uh, my friend Jason was there, and he had just become a father. And he he said, he, <laughs> he said to me, uh, "Oh man, I'm so sweaty after playing all of this disc uh, disc golf." And I was like, "Oh, you're glistening like a Greek god." And he he said, "You want to lick it off my chest? All this sweat?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then I looked at him and I said, you're way too sweaty for me. I walked away. <laughs> just just talking about uh, beautiful men and their chests. <laughs> and the way we always end it, on top of chest talk, is uh, PGOT.com, or its tagline, Welcome to the Nest, which was a Pokemon fan site. It had things like a Pokedex page, a Pokemon TCG page. It gave out awards for people that wrote good fan fiction or answered uh, trivia contests. It had a fan art section, fanfics, a mailbag. It had the CD lyrics for To Be a Master. A bunch of links, and it's a mystery. If anybody knew this website, please get at me because this is going to haunt my dreams. I need to know. Because on April 16th of 2000, they brought up a note that said, the guest book has been removed for obvious reasons. (laughs) Oh, no. I need to know why. It's a mystery 21 years in the making, and I need to know why it was removed. 
On the way back machine, I can't get that far. I can't read the fan fictions. The JPEGs don't load anymore. But I need to know what was written in that guest book when it was removed on April 16th. Auto the auto isn't there anymore. It's not. But And with that, another family of beautiful Pokemon who I love very much. We have some more of the little weaklings that build your team before you become a mighty champion coming up. Yeah. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's the quite honestly one of the first pokemon you could ever meet as a new trainer and he could be your bishi for the rest of the the journey yeah he he could be your jesus he could be your angel he could be your devil (laughs) but seriously up in the original game it's not like um you know, and, and fire red, leaf green, stuff like that. You can go get, a, like, a Nidoran early on or yeah. something like that. But in the original games, there's not too many Pokemon that early on that you'll want to carry through all the way to the Elite Four. But Pidgeot oh. is versatile and, and can, you know, put up some numbers. Yeah. Uh, regardless, like, there's only one route out of Pallet Town, and the one route only has uh, Pidgey or potentially our mystery next pokemon so uh who is that i don't know is he stronger than pidgey is he stronger than jesus we'll find out we'll find out on the next episode next wednesday uh who could beat jesus who who could beat it who could beat jesus those damn scientologists (laughs) Uh, fucking judas of a i don't know they didn't made a cross shaped pokemon yet but uh oh i was looking at i was looking at a lot of memes about uh misty wielding a cross against ghastly (laughs) and it was really (laughs) funny uh all right Thank you for listening to another episode. If you would like to interact with us or have anything you can input, reach out to us on Instagram at Daycare Dittos, where we post every time we have a new episode. We've been sharing some awesome card art for each Pokemon from our Pokemon card expert, Val, at Rockets Hideout, um, as well as sharing different posts from other Pokemon blogs and uh, interesting facts. So that's our spot interact with us let us know what's going on and uh thank you for all the great feedback again we're far ahead uh recordings we are live right now i think actually yesterday our uh caterpie episode went out and people have had a lot of great things to say and you know we have fun doing it regardless of the feedback um but this just makes it even sweeter yeah if you say nice things to me then i feel very happy and if you say bad things to me i get very sad but if you say good things, this Pidgey becomes a Pidgeot. Yeah. Not so Pidgey anymore. And if you come upon a Pidgey, throw a <laughs> Pokeball. You never know. It's got a 33% chance of getting in, even if you don't damage it at all. So. Man, and if you're rocking that shot. Pidgeotto haircut, yeah. send us a picture. We want to see it. Yeah. And if you're rocking a Pidgeot, then you're Mach 2, baby. Mach 2. Goodbye. <laughs>